This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
evening, fellow Fox fans. How are we doing? Um, well, a bit early tonight. I know there's an England game on, and I know some of you will want to go and watch it. Can't wait till the weekend because proper football back, and that is what we're going to be talking about this evening. You're watching Leicester Till I Die TV. We are on Facebook, uh, Leicester Till I Die, the group, Twitter at Leicester TID. And YouTube, uh, Leicester Till I Die TV. And if you are on YouTube or if you're not, get over there, uh, give us a, a tweak and a press of all those little knobs and buttons, and it makes us very happy. We're talking about one of those. I'm not sure whether it's a knob or a button, but let's bring him in. It's a new, sexy-looking, available girls on the Leicester Till I Die dating site. Um, it's the one and only Brad. Good evening, Brad. How are you? Good evening, mate. I'm adjusting to life back with short hair, as you can tell. I've uh, bit the bullet. The weather got the better of me. I've put it off long enough. So now it's time to grow it back out for winter. Right, right. You are you are looking extremely svelte, shall I say? Looking very nice. I'm sure. I'm sure the uh, the audience or percentage of the of the show that is female is is shooting up as we speak. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and next to you, well, I'm going. I'm going to be like a a rose with two uh, thorn with two roses here because we'll bring Ankit in, Chelsea fan. Good evening, Ankit. How are you? Good evening. I'm great, and yeah, great to be back. And of course, I, I don't know if it's Brad or his cousin or his twin. I don't know, Brad. Like you know, look good. And uh, congratulations, Chris, because I think Leicester uh, Tillad TV has got two thousand subscribers. So big congratulations, much deserved, and you know, couldn't be happier for you. Great. Thank you very much, Ankit. And of course, you are also on YouTube as well. And you've just uh, renamed your your uh, your page. Uh, all the details are in the description below with a link. But just give it a quick shout out. How can people find your new page? Sure thing. Thanks for that. And uh, talking about Brad's, uh, you know, new hairdo. Yes, uh, this is a new channel now, definitely. So it's all football. For people out there who are kind of confused between cricket and football, it's now Almighty Blues FC, a fan channel for all to see. So I do have rival shows as well as Chelsea shows and some trivia shows. So everyone is, you know, welcome. And yeah, you can find me as Almighty Blues FC on YouTube. And the same name, that's Almighty Blues FC on Instagram, Twitter, as well as Facebook. I must admit, when I saw Almighty Blues, I just presumed you were talking about Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, part of it, you never know. <laughs> but uh, this is um, the, the prediction show. Brad, before we start, we obviously have our own prediction league on the long ball. Um, tell us a bit about it, because long ball are also involved with sponsoring our website version, which is myself, Marshy, Steve Walsh, Jerry Taggart, Steve Linitz and Ian Wilson. But we have one that everybody, you and me, uh, join in as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's, it's as you said there, it's called The Long Ball. Uh, you'll find it at thelongball.net. That's how you can get to it. Uh, and one of them names that you have mentioned in, in your prediction that you do for the Leicester games is is the reason we do it. It's the man, the, the, the legend himself, Ian Marshall. He has a league in there and we've got one set up for Leicester Todd ITV. If you've ever done Super 6 or anything like that, or maybe, you know, you go and check the idiot pundits on BBC that give their score predictions and you make your own. If you enjoy something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, you said it, not me. Um, yes, allegedly. But uh, 
if you love doing something like that, um, we've got a league that's ongoing. It's so simple to do. Uh, you get every week there's a Premier League full set of fixture lists. You get them all. Even if they play on Monday, they include the Monday night games. And if on Friday, get some games in. So you ne- there's not a game that'll ever get missed. You basically just so simple to sign up. The same basic thing: username, password, and an email so they can confirm it's you. It's completely free to do. Once you do that, the link will be down below. I'm sure Chris will leave it in the uh, comments down below and, and and on there. All you do is set us up and then message in the comments, letting us know your username and you'll get added to the Leicester Till I Die TV League. Um, it's so simple. You get free bankers as well for a little bit of fun. Where So basically, Leicester playing Man City, if you're that confident of Leicester going to win and you think you've predicted, say, Leicester to win 2-0, and you bank on that. If you win, you get bonus points anyway, even if you don't get the score right, but you get the result right. But if you get the score as well as the result right, obviously, you get extra bonus points. So you get three games throughout each week. It's not just a one-off use. It's every week you get three different ones, and it does remind you to use them as well. So even if there's only two results you're sure on, you don't have to use all three either, which is brilliant. And, it, and as Chris has proven, and as my um, heart rule in my head has proven, you can catch up so easily in the league um, as well. So, yeah, it's just simple. Sign up. Let us know either through YouTube or on Twitter or however you do it. Contact Chris or myself. Let us know your usernames once you sign up and you'll get added into the prediction leagues and don't worry if you forget about it and you wake up on a Saturday morning at eight o'clock and you go oh god it's 12 30 kickoff it pretty much runs as far as I figured out until about an hour before the first game kicks off the weekend so if you have a few beers on a Friday and you wake up a bit hungover and you forgot to do your predictions but all the games kick off at three you've still got time to log on and put your predictions in for that week so again that's the longball.net and just set it up there Terry says there are three guesses who is bottom <laughs> not <laughs> Arsenal this time. Not Arsenal this time, Terry. I, I won't. I won't ask who bottom is, but I will ask actually because there's two leagues. Because you put into it, I think we're in Marsh's league as well, and, and somebody is actually sat second in in both leagues. And I, I'm trying to think who that might be. Yeah, you see, being the admin, and I chucked Marshall a fiver, so he gave you some points boost from the first week because you missed it because we couldn't get you in in time. So unfortunately, that's put you second, but it's just technical error, technical glitch. <laughs> No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually because I, I, I haven't joined yet, and I, I, I've been trying to, you know, get onto this league, and I, I don't know for some reason I'm, you know, forgetting every week I have to get onto this league, and I hope that the competition is a weekly thing, right? So hopefully yeah, I can. Yeah, so definitely, Chris, I'm coming, uh, and you know how I compete, right? I mean, you've been there in the quiz, and you know how I compete. I'm a competitor. To be honest with you, Ankit, you're welcome to join, like Brad said. And it's, it is easy to catch up. And, and when you see some of the points that some of the players have got below, um, yeah, you, 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 I doubt you'll be, you, you'll be top of that like you were of the quiz league. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Now, talking about, because what we want to do now, we're going to go on about the show and it's the prediction league and we're going to look at it straight after this. He says...
get predicting. I don't know how that worked. It just did not work at all my end. So <laughs> hopefully that uh, that came across. So, uh, yeah, it's the British League. It's going to be week four. But let's have a look how we are doing up to and including last week. And as you know, me and Brad do it every week. And then each week we have a guest on from uh, another team. We've had a Burnley fan on. We've had uh, a Man United fan. We had an Arsenal fan last week and uh, Molina. And we've obviously got Ankit along, who is a Chelsea fan this week. And um, and look, somebody somebody is top of that as well, Brad. Yeah, only because I let my heart roll my head on the Watford top. And otherwise, we'd still be drawing. But yes, you do have the lead, mate. You do have the leads. But like, like our Longbourn League, that could all change this week. Yes, it can. It can indeed change. Um, but I mean, Watford were never going to beat Spurs, mate. You did let your 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 head, uh, your heart roll your head there, and uh, that's, well, why, that's why you're always saying this. This time next year, Brad will all be millionaires. Yeah, definitely, mate. <laughs> and uh, this is because Brad got it wrong last week with the. I mean. You know, I'm surprised he's even doing that well with his history with North Macedonia. We have got a special video just Correct. for Brad. Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> wow, that's a new one. Well done, well done, well done. You know what? I, I was actually ready for it because the moment I knew Brad is there, we are going to get those, you know, kind of erratic uh, predictions. But yeah, now Brad is his new look. I can probably, you know, expect some kind of normalcy. So I, I'll probably have to balance it out. Well, yeah. I won't go that far, mate. It was a haircut, not a special potion. <laughs> <laughs> but we, hey, we have got the Illusion Song Contest next May, so they might, they might actually win that, Brad. Yeah. See, I never, yeah, see, that's the thing in that trick. Even if you go back to video, I never said they'd win the York. I just said North Macedonia would win. You did. I never said you did. Right. So, anyway, this weekend's game, Saturday, the first game, which is live on BT Sport. Um, it's the London Derby. Crystal, well, I don't know what part of London Derby, but it's a London Derby. Crystal Palace against Spurs. And let's come to Ankit first. How do you see this one going? Only one way, surely, Ankit. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I know Spurs top of the league, etc. You know, but at the end of the day, it is Spurs. Uh, I know Nuno Espirito has done a great job. Like the, he's probably got them going in terms of the formation he has. But I, I still feel like Spurs are Spurs, and especially I think they're missing uh, Romero uh, because of you know uh, him actually traveling without permission, etc. So he's probably a defender missing, and uh, I don't, I don't know if Lo Celso really starts. So I can see Spurs kind of. Conceding uh, and Crystal Palace. On the other hand, I think I know uh, Vieira did not, you know, get off to a great start. But I think Conor Gallagher, again a Chelsea uh, boy on loan, he's he's doing quite well. Like you know, for me, I can see them, you know, getting that goal. And Spurs uh, with Harry Kane probably back will score a goal. So somehow I'm I'm going for a draw. That's my prediction. Oh. Wow. Okay. Um, that completely uh, fooled me. <laughs> Brad, is your heart going to rule your uh, your head with this one again? I know your hatred of Spurs does does come through, and I would like to say, I hope everybody likes the new graphics here with the pictures and the uh, when it's on TV, etc. But uh, which way are you going to go with this one, Brad? It wasn't so much a hatred of, of Spurs as a club in general um, last last time out. It was more a case of how they treated Harry Kane. He went from hero to zero to hero again just because Man City wouldn't bump up the 170 or 60 million. 
It's the only reason he stayed, let's face it. But Crystal Palace surprised me last week. Um, I think they cost us all um, a result from last from last time out, I believe, with who they were playing. Um, yeah, they did two West, away at West Ham 2-2, who we know, yeah. Brad, are a really difficult side to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's four, it's four of one half a dozen the other, but, you know, there we go. Um, this one, this one could be interesting because it's at Selhurst Park, and once every four months, Zaha, Zaha turns up for Crystal Palace. Mm. But uh, Tottenham win. I think they just edge yet, but I think this will be the first test where maybe we see the flaws in Nuno because he, he's very much one when he was at Wolves to try and pull out a one-nil winner. I don't think he'll. I think he'll get away with it, but I don't think he'll get away with trying to hold on to a one-nil lead against Palace. But I do think they'll win. Um, well, Nuno is kind of well. The whole Nuno Wolves connection is is showing what uh, a useless pundit I am because I I started off by saying, well, Wolves actually no, Wolves actually probably proving me right because I, I actually got them as possible candidates for going down. I think they've uh, they, they've got it completely wrong in uh, in getting rid of Nuno uh, or agreeing for them all to part ways. Uh, I think he was a perfect fit there. And I think he's got something to prove at Spurs being, was it their eighth or 18th choice for manager? But, you know, he, he's gone in and, you know, he's <laughs> Tottenham top of the league. You know, the DVD comes out next week. But, uh, you know, Nuno's proving himself that, you know, maybe they should have gone to him first. I've got to agree with Brad, I'm, I'm, I say, on this one. And I know sort of, you know, Tottenham... They've that uh, they beat Man City one nil. They beat Wolves one nil. They beat Watford one nil. So this could be a one nil. But I've got to go. I'm with 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 Brad on that and the the Tottenham win. Now this is something I never thought I'd be saying. Ankit here. Oh, sorry. I should just say James has actually agreed with Ankit. Um, Palace one, Tottenham one. So he's gone for the draw. I've always as well. liked Everton as a football club, you know. They are they're Everton fans, they're not bad people. <laughs> they, they do they do, do well with Leicester rejects, don't they? Um yeah. Terry, Terry says here, Palace were very unlucky. Even their eagle died the other day. But I shouldn't <laughs> laugh, should I? I shouldn't oh, laugh yeah. at all. Um, but I, I never thought I would be saying this, Ankit. Uh mm -hmm. a bottom of the table clash. Arsenal against Norwich. Um, Love it. Both, both on minus nine goals uh, difference. Norwich a place above Arsenal purely on the fact that they have scored one goal. Has this got a nil-nil written all over it? Wow, you know that that sounds like you know something that I want to hear every day of the week, right? <laughs> As in, especially with Arsenal, right? For me, uh, like you know, Arsenal have underwhelmed for a reason. For me, like it's clear that the players are not playing for the manager. Uh, the cup game, they did very well. So that's obvious that that's personal pride and they want to kind of win the cup because that, that's what is more realistic for them. Uh, but again, like, you know, when it comes to the league, they haven't turned up. Even, you know, Granit Xhaka, who was given like the armband in, I think, Aubameyang's absence, he has really, you know, uh, has not taken it again. Like a second time, he's repeated what he used to do, you know, say, full of last season. So, for, for me, they're not playing for the manager, but having said that, 
Arteta is like a, I have to say the fraud number one. Like you know, even Arsenal fans would agree. Like he is someone. Just when you know that uh, you know the reports are saying that Conte is going to come in, which I really hope not is true. But mm-hmm. you know, if in case it's true, like Arteta knows how to kind of save that job and motivate just for that one game. It happened with the Chelsea game, if you remember, right? As in last season, it was all about Arteta getting sacked, and then he somehow with the with that young side defeated Chelsea and. Lampard finally, you know, started getting those uh, things that he's going to be sacked. Like, you know, that happened. So I, I won't be surprised for Arsenal to turn up for just this one game. And uh, it is their fans, after all, kind of, you know, backs. Hopefully, you know, uh, again, uh, Norwich, on the other hand, will turn up. But uh, also, I think they played against Leicester last, and they were unlucky. Uh, I think there was there was uh, there was an offside goal which was kind of uh, very fine. So for me. It'll be a close game. Yes, uh, I can see almost a draw, but I can see Arsenal, you know, just about nicking it. Uh, I can see, like, you know, Arsenal winning it. Then. So you're going for uh, an Arsenal win. Um, yeah. It, it is that Highbury. If, if they lose, it's surely Arteta out, isn't it? The fans, yeah, will get, well, the fans that wanted Wenger out, then wanted Wenger out, now want... Um, uh, Arteta out, you know. Um, Pardew's available, I believe. Arsenal fans, but uh, you, 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 Norwich did well against us, in fairness, as Ankit said. And you know, it wasn't, you know, Casper couldn't see a bloody thing with that guy stood in front of him for their goal. Um, but they haven't had the look that they've, they've had before. And which, you know, can you see Arsenal getting anything from this? This is probably one of the games where any result out of the three that are possible, none would surprise you. It wouldn't surprise you if Arsenal nicked a late winner because it's Norwich. It wouldn't surprise you if both teams were that drab and awful that it ended in a draw. And it wouldn't surprise you the way Arsenal go in if they managed to nick a 1-0 win themselves. If if they lose, Arteta's gone. If 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 they lose, Arteta's gone. He has to go. And if he doesn't go, then you might as well relegate Arsenal right now because they're just not playing for him. He's lost the dressing room. He's tried to go in there and put his knackers on the table by doing a whole Erzul debacle, the Aubameyang thing. You know, we, we, we laughed and joked about it, Chris, didn't we? The fact that there was even a hint of the papers desperately linking Aubameyang with Leicester. When when Aubameyang signed for Arsenal, you'd have left that out of the building. And the fact that the papers even, you know, the papers make the daft rumours as it is, but to even come up with that on, on around deadline, they were saying a lot about the state of Arsenal Football Club, that they generally thought at least a move away for Aubameyang was possible. Um... I'm going to probably just about risk probably getting this wrong here, but I'm going to go with a draw. I think Arsenal rescue this late on. I think it'd be a drab, laboured draw for Arsenal. And that might even see Arteta go. So I'm I'm going for a draw. I, I, I'm <laughs> as shocking as this sounds, two games in a row, but... Yeah, as I said at the, at the start of this one, I, I'm with you there, Brad. I can see it being a, a, a boring game. I think Arsenal, these are the games that when you play in teams around you, you've got to win. Oh. Um, and I think and 
I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think the Norwich players are going to be hungrier for this than the Arsenal players yeah. are. You know, with what Ankit said and what, what you said, you know. Um, they've spent more money in the transfer window than any other team. And yet, who have they bought? You know, and they, why? Yeah, they'd have been better off buying Antonio's cardboard cutout, wouldn't they? Than, <laughs> than they've probably got a bid rejected for it, to be fair. <laughs> well, that, that is very true, and I can see, um, I can see it being a draw as well. Um, but you, I think, if they do, if it is a draw, then I think, um, I think Arteta will just about hang on to his job. The thing with me, I'm going to be honest with you, I like to see. I don't I still don't class Leicester as a big team and I like to see the big team struggle and oh. no disrespect to Ankit here but I do like to see Arsenal down there I would love it if I saw Chelsea down there and it's no disrespect you know, nothing against the teams it's just it's nice to see the Brentfords the Sheffield Uniteds come up and do well and the big teams the Newcastles the Arsenals like this is a struggling and and it just mixes things up a bit. So I'm, I, I always and I suppose because Leicester are the proverbial underdog, I always like that. But Ankit, game number three. Um, my I said out of the three that came up, Brentford will do a a bit of a Sheffield United, and they'll have they were the ones that I fancied if they can keep Ian Tony fit would do well this season. Um, and they're not going to have a long. Um, uh, association in this league, uh, like Sheffield United didn't. Brighton get me because Brighton remind me of Wigan from years ago. And again, this annoys me when a team just always manages just to stay up <laughs> year after year. They just do it. I, I just really like to say, well, just go and give somebody else a chance. But, you know, Brighton up there in eighth. They, they've, uh, they, they, they beat Burnley on the opening day. They beat Watford. Uh, they did lose to Everton and Brentford, we know, as they beat Arsenal comfortably. And they got two draws, 0-0 um, with Palace and 1-1 with Aston Villa. This is a difficult one to, to call, Ankit. Yes, I kind of hear you, Chris. But like, yeah, in Brentford, firstly, I have to comment, like, you know, the way they've come up. And of course, you know, I think Tony for them is, is a key player. And he, him coming to form at the right time is probably, you know, uh, the best thing that they could have asked for. Uh, and this is at Brentford, right? So that certainly helps. Uh, uh, we saw that in the first game. But having said that, I think Brighton, on the other hand, I think the, the win against Watford especially, I, I remember like, you know, that was basically kind of telling that Brighton have kind of improved. It's it's another year under Graham Potter. Uh, yes, they've just kind of, you know, been there, uh, you know, around the 15 to 17 kind of positions, right? But for me, Graham Potter can only kind of get them do better because uh, they haven't sold a lot of players uh, contrary to what one was expecting. Uh, so their midfield is still there very much. I know uh, a certain Ben White has gone for, uh, I think, an amount that, you know, is still astonishing for me. But yes, uh, having said that, they do have a fair amount of cover. Again, not to kind of be the big teams, but they've uh, been there among, among the, as a not so big team. So for, for me, they, they can tackle Brentford. And I can actually see a high scoring game here, right? As in, uh, I'm again going for a draw here, uh, similar to the Paris Spurs game, because of the fact that I see both the sides uh, on the way up. 
So, sorry, I was just reading Munzi's uh, thing there. I was, I was in a different world. So, what, what, what are you going for here, Ankit? I'm going for a score draw, basically. Yeah, as in a, a score draw. draw. Right, okay. Um, Brad, uh, Graham Potter's performing as much magic as his son, Harry, this season. No, not, not really. I mean, Brighton, I can't remember the exact number. But if you go and look over Brighton's win column for the three seasons they've been in the Premier League, it is exactly the same. I think it's something ridiculous that they've only managed nine wins in all their seasons. Brentford get a lot of praise. Uh, They get a lot of comparisons sort of to how they do their business in regards to looking at a player, analysing him, they look at different style stats to most. They get a comparison, like I said, to us. And I like them as a team. It's at home. They'll be buoyed by the start they've made. I think they'll be very happy. Uh, we said, didn't we, Chris, the first two games, especially they got four points out of it. They'd have been very happy with that, no matter how it came about. Uh, and I just I can't look past the Brentford win, to be honest with you. I, I think Brentford, you know, Brighton have already got two wins. If they've only got another seven in them, they want to space them out a bit. So, Brentford for me. I think, as as um, James said there, he's been impressed with Brentford. I have. And I'm just wondering, um, I'm surprised, I've been impressed by Brentford, surprised by Brighton. I, I don't get all this Graham Potter is the, the the new messiah when it comes to the football managers and he should be at Spurs and they were linked with him. I don't get all that at all. He he, he kept a, a, a South Coast team up, you know, and that that's his probably claim to fame. But I I, I I'm swaying here because I'm in some ways I can see it's a draw. But in other ways, I can see Brighton, uh, Brentford, sorry, nicking it. And I think for the fact, and I'm going to say my choice next time before Brad, because otherwise people think I'm just going to be copying Brad. So <laughs> I'm not. That's it. <laughs> this is it. But I, I am going to sneak for a Brentford win because, like I say, I have, I, I think the, the the wheels will come off the wagon at some point, but I don't think it will be this 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 one. Um. Oh, Ankit, the big game of the whole weekend, a tale of two cities. You see, I do read Shakespeare, um, Charles Dickens, Shakespeare. You see, I don't, don't know, don't read anything, me. I'm lucky if I read Women's Own. Um, Leicester City versus Manchester City. We've beaten them once already, of course, in the English Super Cup um, at, at Wembley. <laughs> and um, dare I ask how you see this one going? Well, I can only congratulate you again for the Super Cup uh, win. Having <laughs> said that, like, I think, like, honestly, like, you know, let, let's be real, right? I mean, that, that was the final warm-up game of the season. Like, you know, uh, just as a neutral, uh, no disrespect there. But uh, as in Man City, surprisingly, they haven't signed that uh, big striker, you know. Again, like, it, it, it was down to Kane. It was down to Sergio Aguero going to, uh, you know, Barcelona and Pep crying. But I don't know. What happened? Uh, Messi not, you know, going there. Ronaldo not going there. So for me, yes, uh, the way Leicester play, Man City have to change the game a little bit because Leicester have got a number over Man City. Like you know, I, I know that Wadi is traditionally a problem for Man City. Uh, he's always been that. Uh, having said that, again, 
I think Leicester, if I'm not wrong, are missing Evans, Westergaard, and uh, of course Fofana. Uh, I don't know if those reports are true. Uh, if like, I, I really don't know who's going to play in the back. I know Sayanchu is no longer a centre back. I don't know if he's. I'm, clean, I'm cleaning my boots as we speak, actually. <laughs> so, uh, like, I'm I'm lost for words because I I really want to go for a Leicester win. Like, of course, being uh, like again, Leicester is a top team, but again, I, I don't think they're a direct direct competitor in terms of. Winning the league for me, uh, Man City are right. As in, for me, definitely I would want that. But as I'm going with my head again, uh, I think this this time Leicester will not get it over Man City, and I think yeah, Man City will just nick it. Like they have too much in in their arsenal. I know after an international break, Man City also don't do well, but uh, it's just the Leicester defense, right? I can see you know uh, Leicester leaking goals in this game. Yes. I mean, I, I I hate to 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 say this, but you you made some very very good points there. I do believe uh, if he gets on the bench, he might actually come on in the second half and play central defence, and that's Yapokovic, who's our third choice goalkeeper. Um, and then the guy that can't get on as a defender over Yapokovic actually gets into our Europa League squad. It, it, it's in Brendan we trust, but in Brendan we do wonder sometimes. Um, I've got to admit. I mean, we play. You know, we played well against um, at Man City in the Community Shield at Wembley. And Marty, shockingly, was man of the match. But you just never know with him. So Unchu is going to be playing because we haven't got anybody else. But his confidence must be rock low with the start that he's had with Leicester, and then the two yellows and getting sent off against whoever he was playing for Turkey. I mean, I, oh, I don't know. What 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 we do with Soyuncu? You know, as as they said in the Sound of Music once, what we're going to do with a problem like Soyuncu? Um, I mean, the, when we played Man City in the in the Super Cup, we uh, we weren't playing a full strength Man City, which is why they had so few fans there, and their strike force was was a lot of you know younger players, and I know they're only is you know the same number of points as us. Yes, they lost to Tottenham. I think that one was kind of written in the stars with the Harry Kane saga. Um, they then went to put five past Norwich, five past Arsenal. And like you say, with our defence, and when we've won, we've, we, you know, we've, we got we got a hiding at West Ham, which was annoying because, as I, and Brad knows, we, we discussed this, we should have been expecting that because we, we had it last season. Um, but, I, I just think, you know, if, if we don't start playing better than we have done, even in the wins, we are going to get our backsides whipped here. And I am going, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but an emphatic uh, Man City win. Brad, give me, give me something to smile at. I'm going to, mate, because FIFA have come out and banned a few players because they weren't permitted to play by their clubs. Mm. Uh, if we don't at least test, like, what, 37, 39-year-old Scott Carson yeah, at the weekend at home, you know, we've managed to come out of three games with six points by not playing well. And I've always been a stater of sometimes when you're not playing at full pace and you know, you could say injuries and whatnot has been the reasons, you know, uh, you know, the hidden reasons behind it that have piled up to why we've not been, maybe had the most particular of flying starts in, in terms mm. of 
of all-round performances, but they still come away with six points from it. They don't have a striker. They don't have their emergency fling on in Gabriel Jesus because he can't play. They don't have Edison in goal. So many Jesuses are being lost this week, Brad. I know, right? Rest in, <laughs> that's why I did it. Rest in peace, Jesus. We're all going everywhere. We're a dying breed. Um, <laughs> honestly, we have a habit of when we beat Man City, we beat them like really badly. I remember the 4-2 win uh, in the year we was in the Champions League. It came off mm. the back of of a game in, in, in December, we beat them 4-2. I think we were 4-1 up at some point in that game as well. Uh, we beat them 5-2 last year. We beat them 3-1 the year we won the league. Um, we've managed to get a few draws at home as well. Honestly, I think we can win it. And I'm going to go for a home win. I was tempted to go for a draw, but... If we can't get our act together and use this as a game to really get our teeth into it and put in the performance, because I, I can, I can, I can take losing to Man City if the Leicester turn up that we were used to uh, at the start and, and the middle part of last season, Chris. But genuinely, looking at their team, looking at the fact that they don't have an out-and-out striker, their backup option can't play, their number one goalkeeper can't play, Varley's thirty-four and playing like a twenty-four-year-old, he's still got it. If we can click this weekend and be firing all cylinders and Vestergaard's in the defence, that's important to me that someone like Vestergaard is in that defence with the, where Sionchu's head is at the moment, which is apparently up his own rear end, the way he's defending at the moment. Um, so, yeah, Leicester, I think we can win it. I actually genuinely think we can win it. This isn't a heart rule in the head moment. I genuinely no. think they've shown signs they can struggle. Well, we've got to, to, to say we're talking about a team here that hasn't signed a striker, hasn't got a striker. Their other striker might not be. They've actually scored more goals than anybody else apart uh, <laughs> apart from West Ham. Yeah, <laughs> in, in, but in they're the they have played Norwich and Arsenal that could could see ten yeah. at any point at the moment. Yeah, and, and in fairness. They beat Norwich 5-0. We struggled with, with a 2-1. But, hey, you've gone for a Leicester win. And on this one, I do hope you are correct and I am wrong. Uh, it will be a first, but I do hope, <laughs> I do hope you do it. Good evening no, to Man United, who's just come in just in time for Ankit to talk about the two Uniteds. Newcastle away at Man United. Newcastle, who... Um, Let's be honest with you. I, you know, I don't think there's a club that's in more of a messy state than Newcastle at the moment. And Man United, who I loved, I loved Ant uh, Leicester fan channel. Uh, he he posted a picture of Sky Sports going mad about Ronaldo coming back, and he just put underneath he went, "Man turns up for work." But it is the homecoming of uh, of their god, if you like. Um, Again, am I am I presuming wrong here, Anki, or is it all going to be one way traffic? Well, like uh, again, like it's football, right? Uh, And as in funnier things have happened, uh, it it is at Old Trafford, like you said, like you know, uh, Ronaldo is back. I don't think it it could be an occasion which could be bigger than this in terms of the Old Trafford crowd getting you know so buzzed and pumped up for the game. Uh, There will be an uh, atmosphere for sure created, Uh, but as in Newcastle again. It's about those couple of players. Can they kind of turn up for the for the game and really you know surprise Manchester United? For them, obviously, Alan mm-hmm. saying Max Miller is, is the main guy, right? Uh, in terms of creating something out of nothing. Uh, but 
Manchester United have, I think, a plethora of strikers. Uh, it's now about like it's, it's one of those uh, years where Manchester United of the old had right, where we don't really know who's going to play in attack. Um, I, I hated being a Chelsea fan, and I remember those you know rival years that we had with you know Mourinho and uh, of course Sir Alex Ferguson was there, and you know that was the time when we really couldn't predict what Manchester United will play. So Ronaldo, I don't see him starting, but I certainly see him coming on and. You know, despite that, I see Manchester United, you know, scoring more than a couple of goals. So it's about how many goals they score than about, you know, Newcastle able to, you know, get get that uh, surprise goal. So even if Newcastle score, I don't see Manchester United kind of, you know, not scoring at least a couple of goals. So I, I, I'll i go for a Manchester United win. Sorry, you go, go for United, well, I was a United win, a Man United win, yes? Yes, yes. Let me put that there. Um, Man United... And to say good evening to Melina. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, talk Man United there saying that if Oli chooses the right mm-hmm. midfield, it will be a slapping. James has gone for an emphatic 4 0 to United. And talk saying well done on the 1000. Thanks very much, talk. Um, I mean, Brad, Man United, uh, they slapped Leeds in the first game 5 1. Um, and only draw with Southampton. And they outplayed Wolves a bit like we did, but they just couldn't. They they came away with the goal in the you know in the last two or three minutes. Of course, that's what counts, and and they got the win. But up until now, they've looked what I would call typically Ollie. You just don't know which Man United is going to turn up. The pressure, the pressure that is going to be on Ollie now with who they've got in, especially with you know. Ronaldo walking across the English Channel to play for Man United again. He's, he's got to start winning, and he's got to actually win something this season, or he's he's, he's gone. Um, I, I I would very much agree with your statements about Oli there. I think whilst it's amazing the transfer window they've had, and Ronaldo, and they've had a very shrewd and very impressive transfer window, probably one that was going under the radar for the type of players they were bringing in. You know, good, solid players, good, experienced players. Um, I think in the long term of the longevity of the season, when they know where United are, that's when the concerns might get raised. But going back to managers that are probably feeling the pressure and the heat probably isn't helping their blood pressure either and they're sweating, is Steve Bruce. And mm. if he doesn't lose his job by taking an absolute pasting attend, then Newcastle fans prepare yourself for the championship. This is only going one way. You know, I, this is this is one of the cliches. It's written in the stars, if you will. Varane plays, Ronaldo plays at some point. You can guarantee it. It'll be a crushing, humiliating defeat for Newcastle. This will this will only go one way. Do you remember years ago, a pair of years that game? And I, I think somehow I think it was Fulham. They somehow got a draw, but they only had like one shot the entire game, and they scored it. Yeah, yeah Newcastle aren't going to have that look because they won't even have a shot. I yeah. honestly think this will be a beating and half. Yeah, um, don't hold back. Yeah, say, say, <laughs> you're going to be bad. Uh, 
Big one. So good evening to Simon at Premier Hotspur TV there. I, I can only see this going one way. And, of course, I joke about, you know, the fact that apparently, you know, Gary Lineker has been seen down at the KP signing a new contract. He's going to make a comeback uh, for Leicester. Uh, no, I mean, it has been it has been a great window for Man United. Um, but it does, like I say, Oli, I honestly do think Oli has got to go out and actually bring the bacon home this time. He's got to win a trophy um, in one form or another. I know he couldn't even win the trophy that was second second string to them because they only got into the European final League Cup because they were rubbish in the Champions League. Um, I disagree with that, those things happening, but hey, there we go. Uh, but no, he has got to do a lot. He has got to prove it this season. And I think... I think Newcastle are just in a mess. Um, uh, whether a big defeat will see Steve Bruce go or not, he's a yes man, isn't he, Ankit, for uh, for the owner there? Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, Steve Bruce is, is, is a person who kind of, you know, does what is expected. He doesn't do out of the unexpected, right? So he's he's got to go yeah. just by the process and... Like Arteta for Arsenal, I think Steve Bruce is worse for Newcastle because I don't think he's getting any uh, anything which is revolutionizing the kind of football they're playing, right? And mm. for them, I think they're relying on individual quality. And again, Manchester United, I think it's it's probably a plethora of you know star names. So at Old Trafford, I, I think the big thing will be even the penalties, right? As in, we all know at Manchester United, they you know it is it's a, it's a fact like they win a lot of penalty and. I think Newcastle is one of the teams which has already conceded a couple of penalties, if I'm not wrong. So I can only, you know, see it one way. And Steve Bruce has got to go. I agree with Brad there. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's probably time. I agree totally. And then for the next game, Southampton or West Ham. I mean, we know <laughs> unfortunately do, do when we played them, West Ham are, are doing well this season. Um that again, they are proving me totally wrong because I said that they 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 they, they um beat uh, uh, I said they'd be, you know, they were punching above the weight last season, but Southampton they've lost to Everton, they've drawn with Man United, and they drew with they could only draw with Newcastle, who, along with Norwich, is probably probably going to be the, the, the whipping boys. I can only see a West Ham win here. Um, what about yourself, Ankit? Uh, yes, I, I again I kind of hear you, uh, but again like West Ham, for how long can they kind of keep up their form? Like for for them, that's one team who did not want the international break to come, right? It came at the wrong time yeah. because they were on that high, you know. Despite uh, Spurs being top for me, West Ham have been the team of the season in terms of surprises and someone you know who's really uh, kind of uh, coming up up, you know, uh, compared to last season. Once, say, Europa League, I think, starts, uh, that's when we'll see West Ham falling off. But yes, for this weekend, I think they'll probably be too strong for Southampton. Uh, they have, like, a lot of goals in them as well, as far as, you know, Antonio's chase fit and even Suchek, you know, who's not really got in yeah. the goals as he can, we all know. Uh, Southampton, yeah, they have uh, impressed a little bit. Like, for me, uh, James Ward-Prowess, you know, uh, not enough is said. Like, this is one, one player who can probably, you know, uh, help them stay up. Uh, if he kind of gets those goals, I know he scores a lot of uh, you know free kicks and penalties, but still, like for me, he's important. And uh, Livermento, I think, de de deserves a mention. He's been the standout player for me in Southampton. Again, a player from Chelsea, but I think West Ham will still make it. Like you know, they have probably more goals than Southampton, simply put. So West Ham for me. Making it a full house here, Brad. Um, 
Sorry, I was a bit distracted there. Um, it's Southampton West Ham. Yeah, sorry, um, yeah, Southampton West Ham, mate. Um, no, I'm not gonna make it a full house. Um, because I I have to eat a bit of humble pie the first three games, considering how much Southampton's form was dipping at the end of the season after that certain second nine nil drubbing of you know back to back seasons. And then they've had their team completely ripped to shreds. You know, the only one that stuck around was uh, James Ward-Prowse, which was a big coup in there, mm. in, in their book to, to kind of hold on to a player of that calibre. Because I think if they'd lost that, then they wouldn't have been able to lure anybody. The fact that he's shown faith in the manager and them has obviously helped the dressing room. Um, and so I actually think that this will be a draw I, I genuinely think this will be a draw because um, West Ham, to my knowledge, tend to play a team like Southampton and when they're expected to win, that's when they don't tend to turn up um, mm. or they tend to get away with it. And I, I'm genuinely going to go for a draw here. Um, maybe I'm only going on that because I'm seeing how long Southampton will hold this together with with such a, a weakened side, you know, because they've lost Vestergaard mm. and they've lost them. Um, They've lost things and they've lost them in Bertrand, etc. But I have to go on the three games so far and I don't see anything separating them, especially with Southampton being at home. I think they'll need that. Yeah. And coming up after that, I agree with you there, Brad. Um, Apparently there's a big draw on Friday at 11 o'clock. The FA doing the big draw when the, the balls will be pulled out to see which team is going to beat Southampton 9-0 this season. Uh, so we're we're back in the pot, but uh, you don't. It's, they're, they're pulling the names out and see who it's going to be. Um, my my money's probably on Chelsea, to be honest with you. Uh, Watford against um, Wolves. Wolves, like I say, rubbish start. Three three losses. Um, you know they've 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 not scored yet. They've conceded three goals, one nil, one nil, and one nil. Obviously, three games. Even I can work that out. Watford. I'm surprised they've not changed the manager yet. Three games in and only sitting in twelfth. Um, but they 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 won the first one against Villa, the three two, which was a surprise. Uh, Brighton. Uh, they lost two and Tottenham. And then he just lost 1-0 to Tottenham. I'm going for a draw on this one because I think it will be a drab 0-0 draw. Uh, Ankit, which way are you falling down on this one? Yes, actually, this is going to be an interesting game. Contrary to, I think many people will think that, you know, Wolves don't score, you know, for as in they cannot score, right? As in, and Watford uh, have flattered to deceive after that first game, right? But... Uh, uh, I actually saw Wolves performing as in great against Manchester United. I know maybe they turned up against Manchester United in terms of the the way they played, but I think Trinkau, there's a player in, the, in that that they've got right. And he was a star in that game. He, he, it's just that he didn't finish, and of course Triore cannot finish. But I, I can see Wolves kind of nicking it. Uh, Watford they had that early, you know, as in just the mojo of you know getting up in the Premier League. And for me, it, 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 this will be one of those early relegation battles almost, and Wolves. Mm. Will just be strong, and I think their Premiership experience will kind of, you know, come up in this game and nick that uh, goal. And I'm going for the Wolves win. A Wolves win. Um, are you going to make a full set and go for a Watford win, Brad? <laughs> uh, no, I am. I'm not. 
I'm not. I think this is a game that neither team can really afford to lose. It's okay getting through your first two or three games and saying, you're either saying, we got the results, but not performances, like Leicester, or you're saying the performances were there, uh, we just didn't get, you know, we were a bit unlucky with the result. They, they probably felt only losing to Spurs 1-0. They had a few chances that Watford probably felt they could do something. But neither team can afford to lose this game got a funny feeling I spoke to my old man who you know Chris is a Wolves fan and he feels yeah. that him and his um you know once he gets a goal their fortunes would turn and I think I can see him getting on a score sheet but I do see Watford not wanting to lose this at home. I think it'd be one of them classic games where if Watford take the lead um they'll be nervous of letting the lead go and not losing the game and then Wolves squeak one at the end so I'm going for a draw. I, I think this will be a ball. Uh, not a ball draw. I think it'll actually be an exciting, nervy draw to watch. I think for the neutrals, it'd be a good game, but I, I, I'm I, not picking a winner from it. Yeah. Like you say, it is when will Wolves start scoring? Because they did play yeah. well against Man United, but it's no good playing well if you're not going to put the ball in the older, old white net there, is it? But... Um, Rich, good evening, Rich. How the devil are you? Say so he's gone for one-one there, um, and that's the the Saturday games completed. We then go on to uh, oops, what am I doing? Here? One, come on, the main game you missed it. Uh, that that's the Saturday game as well. I, I mean, I, must um, admit, I can see it being a five-nil to Aston Villa, but I don't know <laughs> what are you what are you going to go for, Ankit? Yeah, I think you know what Aston Villa. Uh, in the last one year, they've been one of the bogey teams. Like we've had many in the last one year in Premier League, uh, especially like just you know nicking that goal towards the end. And and we know that last last match of last season, what happened? Like you know, we were kind of lucky. I have to admit. Uh, Aston Villa beat us. Yes, you were. Very, very lucky. Very lucky. Thanks to you. Thanks <laughs> to you, in a way. But uh, yeah, as in this time, I think Aston Villa, firstly, uh, I think they're, they're missing Martinez. As in Martinez, Martinez, obviously, because of, again, you know, uh, he wasn't given, given permission and FIFA has banned these players, right? So Martinez, a goalkeeper, is a, a leader at the back. So he's missing as, as well as Bunde. Bunde is missing, but Bunde is like, I think he can be covered. I think I, I'm not wrong. Uh, I think Priore is the one who scored. Burton Trier again ex Chelsea player last time, so they do have the goals in them. But uh, because of Martinez missing, and uh, I think we have obviously great names on paper. Uh, there are reports saying that Lukaku may not play. Uh, he's he's a 50-50, so I'm hoping that he's fit. Uh, but again, Werner is back to scoring form, uh, so I think. That is something of a disguise, you know, uh, that we'll have probably in the team and him playing, you know, who knows. So I can see us nicking. It'll not be an easy game, uh, I have to say, uh, because Villa is definitely not an easy game, uh, you know, for sure. So I'll go for a narrow win and, of course, Chelsea winning. Be serious, man. You cannot be serious. <laughs> Unfortunately, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I, you know, I, 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 I couldn't have thought any other way, to be honest with you. But again, uh, for me, um, Anke, I, I think I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, Chelsea, two wins and a draw. Um, but it, of course, it was Liverpool. Um, uh, and Villa, they're, they're sort of mid-table. You know, they've got the full set. Lost to, uh, sorry, yeah, they lost to Watford, as we said earlier. Uh, they beat Newcastle. 
and they could only draw with Brentford. But I'm I'm going with you with a with a um, Chelsea win here, uh, Brad. I'm going to make it. I'm not going to make it full house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am going to make it a full house, but only just. Uh, I think Villa will be a wake-up call, because I think at the moment, Chelsea, who played really well, is being down. You know, that's that's not, you know, that's not under, under like, let, you know, let's not forget that they drew with Liverpool with 10 men. That was very impressive. Let's not you know, underrate that at all. And I think... You know, maybe it's just the normal football mentality that you think a, t- a side has to go two or three years uh, before they push for a title. A lot of people say, well, Chelsea might not win it this season, but next season they really should. Why can't they win it this season? They've made great signings. They've kind of done a Man U where they let someone go for pittance and then spent like nearly £100 million to bring them back when they already had him as a player. But still, that's their own choice. Uh, the point still stands is they've got a very good squad. They've got a very good striker who, uh, you know, is better than that German one they spent 60 million on anyway. Um, they've got a very good team throughout, a very good manager, whether you like him or not. Um, he's a very good tactical manager. And I think this will be an entertaining game. And I think this one is what will keep Chelsea in check because you'll look at the result and you'll go, yeah, they won, but. This is why we don't think the title contenders. Um, but I am going to make it a full house on, on Chelsea win. Um, and, and in fairness, uh, Anki, I've actually uh, shouted out for Chelsea to win the title this season. Yeah, yeah. I hope you don't jinx it. That, that's all I can say. But yeah, thanks for that. No, I, I'm, I'm the world's worst pundit. I really am. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out and put any money on, on it because I've said it. But yeah, I, I just think... I think Tuchel is a good manager. Wasn't sure about him when he came in, but I have a lot of respect for him after the the FA Cup and the way he handled that and 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 you know didn't you know let the players come off. So yeah, I I, I like him and I think with Lukaku coming back in, um, I just I just think Chelsea will will, will do it this season, and I think they would have run um, City close last season had Tuchel been in there from the start. We're now looking at last season, one of the early surprises from last season, um, Leeds United against Liverpool. Um, Ankit, what way are you going to go on this one? Yeah, this is another interesting one, right? As in Leeds-Liverpool, like uh, yesterday, was, again, there were a lot of uh, you know rivalry. I think Leeds have a rivalry against Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea, of course, like, you know, huge rivalry. Uh, with the crowd back, like I can really see Ellen Road, you know, kind of, you know, pumping big time. Like, you know, for me, the atmosphere will be a different element here in this game. Uh, and it, I can actually see a red card uh, in this game. Like, again, Liverpool got that in the last game, uh, controversially, I, I must say. But after go, uh, as in they were a man up. And for me, uh, I know Chelsea were great in the last game, but Liverpool still, you know, couldn't kind of create enough. They are missing that creator in midfield for me. Like, you know, Thiago hasn't lived up to the expectations. So, um, as in surprise, surprise, I actually am going for a draw uh, because I, I can see Leeds definitely scoring a couple of goals uh, and Liverpool, you know, uh, have it in them. But I, I cannot see Leeds, you know, conceding lots as well. So, I'll, I'll go for a draw. Draw for you, sir. And Brad? Liverpool laboured. 
they looked really laboured. And even the games they've won, they, they kind of laboured to them wins. I think Jota scored a winner for them in, in one of the games. Uh, Chelsea are a different unit this season. And I agree with you, Chris. I think there have been a, a there have been no talk about them dropping out the top four. Hattusha been the man in charge from the start. I, I, a Ellen Road, Leeds tend to only play one win and more times than not, it backfires on them. Mm. No, my luck, this will be the game that sparks the ball into life. But I'm going to go for a Leeds United win. I think there's only so many times you can throw out excuses for having a poor season. And I said this at the start, didn't I, Chris? I said, all oh, this Virgil, 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 we've got injuries when they only had about two injuries realistically. It's just Van Dyke. And about, about 20 of them were kids. I mean, we had talk about injury problems. Let's, I'll get an injury list up. That's proper injuries. That's real injury list problems, concerns for you. And we still did all right. And I, I honestly think, think this, this is Liverpool's precious season because now it's like, well, where's your excuses? Where's your excuse to not be up there Come, come May, and I don't think they will be. I think that prediction, Brad, is the one that gets this week's Kevin Correct. Award. Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! I'm happy to take that one. Now. I'm happy to take the L on this one already because I just, I just, I just say it. I stand by what I said at the start of the season. I just think we're probably going to struggle and run out of excuses. Yeah, Leeds can only play one way, as you say, um, and it, 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 it's entertaining. We know what they did to Liverpool last season. They've they've had, I mean, oh, they lost badly on the first day of the season to, to Man United, but then, like we say, they play the one way and they are going to have, have results like that. Um, they managed a 2-2 draw at Everton and they really did labour against Burnley. And that let me down that week because I thought Leeds would absolutely trounce Burnley. Um, and <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, they, they got the 1-1. One, one. But Liverpool, I mean, yeah, they, they've seven points. They beat Norwich 3-0. Again, everybody should. You know, 2-0 over Burnley. Again, I think probably going to be one of the whipping boys. And, of course, they managed the draw with Chelsea. I am going to go for the Liverpool win on this one because I just think... Um, yes, they've, they've maybe not looked impressive, but it's Liverpool and it's Jurgen Klopp, and they can, I think, him, just just pull out the, the 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 odd result when needed. And two games there on the Sunday that are on Sky Sports. All three of them are, and it's the last one uh, of the weekend, which is probably. No disrespect to James, who's in it at the moment. Probably not one of the most exciting games to round it off on. But you've got Everton, who are actually up there in um, sixth place with two wins and a draw, with wins over Southampton and Brighton, and a draw with the aforementioned Leeds United. And Burnley, oh, I mean, is this the season they go down, Ankit? They lost to Brighton on the opening day. They lost to Liverpool. And they somehow managed to get a draw, you know, with, with Leeds. Which way can you see this one going, Ankit? Uh, yes, you know, talk about firstly excuses for Liverpool. I think probably, you know, Benitez going to Everton was a big shock. Like, you know, that is basically an excuse for Everton to definitely you know, perform as a team. Uh, because they relied on a lot of individual quality, I think, last couple of seasons. But I can see Benitez, you know, getting them... You know, more structured, uh, as boring as it is to see that, you know, uh, I know as a Chelsea fan that one year, but we have Burnley, 
talking about them, Chris, like, you know, I, I can't see any spark in that team. Like, unfortunately, uh, they probably, you know, can probably resort to old school, you know, football uh, as in proper, just, you know, bombard the ball uh, up front and, you know, hope for the best. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't see them kind of turning up uh, unless they have that, you know, uh, as in Everton have a shocker in defense. But again, it is at Goodison and Benitez, the kind of, you know, uh, manager he is, He'll get them, you know, sorted in some in defense, uh, and I can see, you know, an Everton win only in this. Brad, would you agree with Ankit? Yeah, pretty much. Burnley looked like one of them sides that they. You know what you said earlier about um, when we mentioned Brighton. I think Burnley have been one of them teams that since they had that finish where they got into Europe and then sort of played the team in Scotland. Um, mm. Since that season. They've gone back down to where they are. We know, we know from Sean Dyche and his shoestring budget claims every game um, that Burnley aren't a club that are flush with money. They've breached outside their their comfort zone by bringing in a, a Cornetto ice cream uh, who points to the Umbro badge and not the not the Burnley logo. So if that's anything, <laughs> yeah. I, to I noticed that. Um, yeah, if, that, if that's anything for Burnley fans to get excited about, I think seeing that he can't even point to the badge should t- worry them for what he's going to do for them on the pitch. Um, Calvert-Lewin returned from England duty injured, so he didn't go. That might be a concern. I don't know, because I'm not an Everton fan, I don't know the, the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, I don't know how long the injury is. I don't know how bad it is. Um, but... Burnley just kind of, they almost have a smell of Ram behind them. It's almost like a consensus of Robbie Savage and Earnshaw or Derby-esque sort of season for them. I really do fear for Burnley. And Dan won't like me saying it. Don't all subscribe, Dan. I don't, don't blame Chris. Don't take it up from Chris. It's me that said it, <laughs> uh, comparing to Derby of that year. Honestly, I just can't see, you know, Everton not winning this game. I can't even yeah. see a draw. I think from years gone by, I probably would have sat on the fence, but this time around, right now, Everton. Yeah. Um, Davey says it. I'm not sure who Craig is, but credit where Craig is due. I think Everton may nick it. Well, let's let's hope Craig Craig's watching there, David. Uh, James uh, says um, Demari Gray has looked good for us. Uh, he has, and to be honest with you, he may you know you may have the manager there in Benitez, or I think it's an excellent choice to be honest with you to get in. Um, I think he uh, 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 whether he will stay good or not, I don't know, but yeah, I think uh, you, you, you might have, you might see the best out of Demari Gray that we didn't. Um, Louise Brown, hey, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Um, I'm going to go, I must admit, for Full House there. And I know Dan's not watching because he's getting ready for his watch along. Uh, but um, Burnley surprised me last season. And everybody knows I've, I, I have a soft spot for Burnley, having lived there for 25 years. And my kid were mascots for Leicester at Turf Moor. Um, but... I was, I say, I was surprised last season because you know it was only a few years ago they were actually, you know, in the Europa in the Europa League from where they finished. And last season they were lucky to stay up. I think you know had had uh, Fulham 
put a run together, things might have been different. Newcastle put the run together at the end. Burnley just about stayed up. Well, they did obviously they did stay up, but uh, only just. I can see this being the season when they struggle. Uh, I had them as sort of 17th, 18th. So, you know, they could be one of the ones that go down. And when you talk to, to Dan, who's a Burnley fan, the fact that he would snap your hands off now for the, you know, 17th position <laughs> kind of sums it up <laughs> when when you're that. It reminds me of Leicester, Brad, in the old days when we had Martin O'Neill and we were up here, that, you know, anything above 17th was good. Yeah, yeah. The big difference is, is when we was in the Premiership in the nineties, more the middle of the nineties. Obviously, we, we were a bit yo-yo-y in the early nineties. But after that period, yes, we were obviously would have snapped your hand off for seventeenth. But there's a difference between going, "Oh, please God, just get seventeenth, just do it." Then not not a sponsored video by night, by the way. Um, but there was there was more of a confident feeling that we was never going to be in that situation, was there? And until until a certain apparently second worst manager and, uh, that Leicester have ever had. If anyone's watched that debate, they'll know what I'm on about. Um, let it go, let it go. <laughs> no, I won't. You can't beat me again. It's not happening. I've had enough now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but you never really did, did you, Chris? When 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 you know we had the success of the Coca Cola Cup in the year we went up and we finished mid table yeah. quite a lot of times. Even though you'd have gone, yeah, take 17th course. You never really felt that we were going to fall into that relegation trap and, until that particular yeah. season came along. With Burnley, I think they are one of them teams that is getting to the point where they're thinking they're stale. In the nicest way yeah. possible, they've gone a bit stale. And I know they can't help that financially because they're not a, a big, wealthy club in, in, in terms of like your Newcastles when he puts his money in the pocket, Wolves, Leicester, etc. that they've got around them that they normally compete with. I think this is going to be one of them that, and I was a bit harsh saying they might have a derby season. I was probably a bit too yeah. harsh on, on Burnley itself, but I do think this is the season for us where they lose that well, fall. Those are the results for the weekend there. Um, just quickly running through them. Um, a couple of us think it will be Tottenham. Uh, Ankit thinks that Palace will get something there. Uh Arsenal, I think that's the London favouritism for you there, Ankit. You know, <laughs> as much as you don't like Arsenal, <laughs> but I can, I can, you can see this being the most boring game. And wouldn't it be funny if Norwich did actually go out and uh, and win that? Uh, but none of us can see it happening. But we can see Brentford uh, getting something at Brighton. Um, Man City, Leicester, Brad. I really, really do hope you're right. I, I, I hope I'm wrong, and you get the the point there. Uh, United. Actually, what have I gone wrong here? You Manchester United, Newcastle, Brad. What did you go for there? Oh, Man United, mate. Man United. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I don't know what happened there. I think it, it, didn't, it didn't register. Yeah, and I know I went for Man United. Uh, none of us think Southampton are going to get anything at West Ham, as indeed the same with Watford and Aston Villa. And sorry, Dan Burnley, and we are completely split, couldn't agree between the Leeds and Liverpool. So it's going to be interesting. Um, let me now just get rid of this, bring all the guys back in. Thanks very much. We've got an England game coming up in about six minutes. So, Ankit, thanks very much, mate. Uh, first of all, also a, a thank you to Premier League, um, sorry, Premier Hotspur TV. 
I hope, mate, I hope your nosebleed is good because, you you know, you've been up there and you've been up there for two weeks because of the international break. It's impressive. Impressive, yeah. mate. And we look forward to seeing the DVD. Uh, but yeah, Prem, Simon, Prem, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed. But Simon at Premier Hotspur TV is coming on next week. He's going to be our guest next week. So look forward to seeing you then, Simon. Uh, Ankit, I say great for coming on. Thank you so much. Um, have a great season. Again, quickly, just give us a shout-out because I see you changed your address on your YouTube channel. Just give it a shout-out again. Yes, first of all, my pleasure again. But yes, uh, great chat always, Brad and Chris. Uh, you know, great guys and great channel. Again, congratulations for your, you know, 1,000. But yes, as in, you deserve a lot more, I have to say that. But yes, I can be found as Almighty Blues FC. And it is now, a, you know, a purely football channel for all to see. Uh, I have a lot of Chelsea content on YouTube as well as, you know, a lot of rival shows that I'm coming up with and trivia shows that I've already come up with. So anyone is welcome. Uh, it is Almighty Blues FC on YouTube, Almighty FC, Almighty Blues FC on uh, Twitter, Instagram, as well as on Facebook. Brilliant. Ankit, stay safe, mate. We will see you again at some point, uh, if not before, certainly when we play each other. Look after yourself and thanks so much for coming on and sharing your scores with us. Sure thing. Have a good one, guys. Take all the care. best, Ankit. Lovely to have yeah, you all. Nice. Thank you. Brad, uh, we'll see you on Saturday. No? Yeah. If Leicester win, I know you're not going to uh, rub it in at all. But um... No, I'll only mention it 18 times. <laughs> I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. And we'll just see. I, I'm not going to say anything about the... Uh, the, the the uh, long ball league because again you will probably get back and get above me but thanks very much mate stay safe and let's speak to you before i will see you on um saturday night yeah yeah i'm gonna go and quickly rustle something up and enjoy some tea so i'm gonna enjoy that before the proper football kickoff at the weekend yeah and you go there watch the england game tonight or either that, I'm going to put two lines of paint on the wall and see which one wins. See which one's more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, North Macedonia aren't playing, mate. Take care. Oh, Thanks nice. so much. All the best now. Yeah, Thanks, All Brad. Best. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks to Brad there, and thanks to everybody that uh, was in Premier. Simon, thanks very much. See you in a week's time, James. Thanks very much, Louise, uh, David. Um, Talk MU, uh, Rich, um, so many of you. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, joining with those score predictions there. Melina uh, came in earlier. Um, thanks to that, to you, Melina and Mumsy. Um, if anybody knows how to sort it out when you get to a thousand, help me, message me because I can't get it working. I'm struggling. But hey, we've got a special. All we have. Am I not good to you guys, or am I not good to you? We've got a special coming up tomorrow night at 7.30. We were half an hour early tonight. We're going to be half an hour later uh, tomorrow night. We've got a double. Uh, it's a special in conversation with Gaz and Baz. Uh, Gary Mills, ex-Leicester City captain, has got a book out, Young Millsy. And he'll be coming on at 7.30 tomorrow to have a chat with us about that. And, of course, you all know Barry, uh, ex-Leicester City Chief Executive, the first Chief Executive the club had. Um, great read, great book. Whatever your thoughts are on about uh, about Barry 
have it a, have a read of it because it will make you uh, make you think twice. And look at them; neither of them have changed much from the nineties. There, <laughs> Gaz and Baz, seven thirty on Thursday. It's great, and that will be followed because it's a double header tomorrow night. It will be followed by quiz of the week, the big fat quiz of the week, and we've got West Ham on. Now, I'm not saying that the questions are going to be hard because they beat us four one. Would we do that? Yes, of course we bloody would. So I'll see you. <laughs> Cheers, David, by the way. I will see you tomorrow night, 7.30 for Baz and Gaz, and um, 9.30, I think it is, for... Um, and we'll just have a look here. Yeah, 9.30 for the Big Fat Quiz of the Week. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hope you've enjoyed it. It's a bit of fun, as always. Just shows how bad, whatever we think, we know nothing about football. Enjoy the England game if you watch it. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. suggestions or feedback head over right now to twitter and facebook and like share and get involved join us next time Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.